0: Everybody, how's it going? This is David and Leilani, and it has been a minute.
1: It has. We're so sorry. One of
0: the things that I've been really busy doing is I've been actually consuming every single quarantine snack in our house.
1: That's only half true. We've been really busy helping my dad um, build an online platform, um, given that the time that we're currently in, um, it, it was the perfect moment and the perfect opportunity for us to take advantage and, and help him out in doing that.
0: Yeah, so in between helping him with that, I have been carb loading I decided to start my bulking season, so watch out. Next time you see me, it may look like fluffiness and fat, but I guarantee you there is muscle underneath there waiting to come alive. I'm positive.
1: I believe You're looking at you. me
0: like you don't believe me.
1: I'm only halfway here because I'm leaving a comment on Instagram.
0: I have had doubters my entire life, but you know what? I proved them wrong 20% of the time, 15% of the time. Anyway, so we just wanted to get on here and uh, talk about some different things. And one thing that we found pretty interesting in communicating with our friends and different people all around is this quarantine life has done a number on so many people.
1: We're going to talk about one specific Crisis that I think a lot of people are facing right now. Yes. Or have faced.
0: And that is being in quarantine with those that you love and that are part of your family.
1: Specifically, your spouse.
0: Your spouse. The one that you love. The one that you said, for better or for worse, you were going to live with them.
1: I don't think for better or for worse included, um, Corona 2020. No, that was not in the
0: fine print. <laughs> that, that was not, <laughs> not, that was not in premarital counseling. You did not counseling. sign up
1: for this. No. I don't know that any premarital counseling could have prepared you for quarantine 2020. Not
0: at all. And I guarantee you at least one or two couples out there were trying to find a coronavirus loophole in their agreement. Well, did
1: you see that? Like It's like a meme or something that says, um, for husbands to be careful because, like, be careful about making their wives upset because in 2020, um, the cause of death will always be corona.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. You gotta be careful. So it's a real, it's funny, you know, we like to laugh about it. And there's tons of memes and everything, but uh, we know that that is something super, super real. Oh, something's happening. We got this new podcasting well, can you lower equipment. It? And I, now no, I'm just no, twisting I think, stuff. I think that's the lowest that it goes, but we can tilt you like this. Watch.
1: Oh, okay. Can I like
0: start to like... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, once we get our new, like, desk, we'll be able to, like, come in it'll be like a lot closer and these chairs are low too these chairs are really low so what we've done is we've actually taken over one of the bedrooms in our uh in my in-law's house and created into a video photography podcasting studio and it sounds very state-of-the-art and very fancy however what it is is a collection of coffee side tables with different chairs and random pieces of furniture
1: Um, my favorite that David always uses is a random cardboard box to um, prop up a piece of equipment like whatever that thing is right there yes um what is it
0: it's like, it's like an interface for your computer to put, like, mics and stuff into it.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, David has it propped up on a cardboard box. Because
0: my cord is too short to reach from my camera to my desk where it should be. So I've literally MacGyvered this whole thing into... This place of creativity, and so there's actually been a war between uh, war over the boxes that come into our home from online shopping because Mahina has been hoarding all of these boxes as well.
1: She has. She has built entire villages out of like you know like boxes you get from like Sam's Club or Costco. So my mom and I brought a whole bunch of those home whenever we had gone to Sam's, and we'd put the box by the trash can, and ten minutes later we didn't even realize that it was gone. We'd find it a couple days later upstairs. You have to explain Mahina's like
0: So Mahina village. has yeah so Mahina has been stealing these boxes and bringing them upstairs and forming like tenements, like apartment buildings with these boxes for her dolls. So she basically stacks these boxes on top of each other, she glues them together or tapes them together, and then she forms living spaces inside of these boxes. I
1: want you to know Mahina has access to like, little houses and little things that they make for these dolls. So it's not that we're depriving our child of the to- no. of the toys that she wants. She's just finding joy in creating her own out of cardboard boxes. She
0: is. She has created not a village or a small home. She's created basically an entire city. Yes. So Leilani always says that it looks like San Francisco.
1: You know, like... People living in boxes and like, you know, with all their random little knickknacks that are like valuable to them. Um, That's basically you have to tell them what how she described one of her boxes to you.
0: Right. So I thought it was just a box and I was moving stuff around randomly when I was playing with her. And she said, no, you can't do that. That's the living room. And I'm like, what do you mean? This is the living. room?" She goes, look, I was like, there's a bed in there. And she goes, no, that bed is a Murphy bed. It folds into the wall. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she shows me how she has basically had she has these tapes underneath this toy bed in this box. And she tapes it. She lifts it up on its side and tapes it to the wall. And she goes, see, now it's a living room. (laughs) And I'm sitting there, like, trying to figure out what classes I need to put this child in because she has the engineering prowess of an IKEA designer. Like, she has thought of everything inside of these boxes. And so I realize that everything in this box has multiple purposes and multiple functions. This child is five.
1: Didn't she, like, tell you, like, this is where they go to change, this is where they do, oh, yes. where this? They- <laughs> no, the best one where she goes, this is where they go when they're sad. <laughs> yes,
0: so there are also emotional zones in her, in her tenement. So you've got safe zones. She doesn't just have safe zones. She has places where you go when you're sad, places where you go when you're excited, and places where you just need to think. And she has them inside of it, and she knows exactly where they are. These are not arbitrary decisions she's making. <laughs> like, she has thought in her alone time, this is what this is for. So I'm going to start trying to figure out ways we can prep her for becoming president of some kind. Yes. Or maybe the dean of a university.
1: Right. She's got all the skills. She
0: is. And so quarantine has been an amazing time where we get to see these amazing gifts from our kids and all of the different aspects of of our family that we didn't see before. How are you
1: handling the homeschooling?
0: Homeschooling has been one of the greatest joys of my life. It has been probably after marrying you and getting saved – and seeing these children, that is probably up there in terms of significance.
1: I'm pretty sure part of his soul dies every single day. He has to do it is a pleasure
0: to educate the future generations. It is my honor to be able to care and mold their young minds to excellence. It is actually one of the. Have you seen that TikTok meme where it's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. Never mind, I'm dying inside. <laughs> I hear that song on repeat sometimes when I have been on the same sheet of homework with one of our kids for like the 60th minute and it's like insane.
1: Yeah, for David, I mean, David David's really smart and he's really practical about the way that he's able to explain it to the kids whereas I'm I get more frustrated. I'm just like just do it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I I don't I'm not able to explain it cuz I I'm more direct in the way that I communicate, um, but David and I just want to say it's probably because you had to go to Kumon all those years. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, like Sullivan Learning Center, Kumon, all of those things. It's it definitely helped me. So
1: like David's Asian upbringing is like really beneficial to me right now because he like knows how to.
0: It's so true because here's the thing: is when we found out that the kids were going to have to be home and we had to run them through homeschool, I was like, this. I have been training my entire Asian life <laughs> for this moment. Those of you I deem unworthy will not remain like i had a soundtrack in my head i was already thinking about how many pencils i need to sharpen what kind of flashcards i need to get like i had it all cued in and in i just mind.
1: want to interrupt and say we have he has gone out and purchased all of the little flashcards, yes. all of the little like storage things for the flashcards, and countless pencils yes
0: and you know what i'm just going to tell you that there is not a single asian bone in our kids' bodies. No, well, they're not, like yeah. they no, are not, not Asian. <laughs> Asian at all. So, newsflash: Asian education does not work on American children. I don't know if you knew this, but that is what I have discovered in quarantine. It's not a pretty picture. So, you know, like Leilani says that she kind of gets frustrated and she goes, I'll just do it. I think that we all get there eventually. We might have stages. Some of us might be able to resist it a little bit longer and we can explain a little more. But eventually...
1: (laughs) I think one day, didn't Levi, like he started him at like, what, nine o'clock in the morning and he went till nine at night?
0: Yes. Now, mind you, the day before, he did twice as much work in half the time and it was no problem. The next day... I don't know whether he maybe he overloaded on Cheerios. I don't, I don't know whether maybe we, we didn't do the right ritual in the morning, you know, whatever it was, but he was trudging for like 12 hours.
1: Yeah, so like he found every excuse to get distracted or do something else. And
0: Never in my 14 years as an educator have I seen such behavior.
1: It was, it was an adventure.
0: And you know what about Levi is very interesting is he's almost exactly like me. And so I know how his brain thinks because I was the same way at that age. And so when I didn't want to do something, I would find legitimate excuses to not do something or to to have other people help me. I was really good at that. So what's partially frustrating for me sometimes and drives me crazy is I'm seeing a mirror reflection of myself in this child uh, and I'm like, oh man, like this is what I put my parents through. This is what I put people through. <laughs> it's like, all right, it makes sense why I didn't have that many friends growing up, you know? <laughs> That's
1: so messed up. That's true though. <laughs> So yeah, so that's um, our home, how our homeschooling quarantine life has been going, and then also um, re- like relationship-wise with David and myself, um, our approach is going to be a little bit different, and the way that we've dealt with it is going to be a little bit different because David said something really funny at the beginning of this. He said, "I feel like we've been training our entire marriage for quarantine."
0: We have. So like ever since we're coming up on two years now in June, and honestly, like this is just our perspective. In my perspective, nothing has fundamentally changed about our day-to-day routine, because naturally we always hang out with each other. Yeah. Twenty-four-seven. So
1: we usually wake up. Well, you know, of course, it was a little bit different with the school, with kids not um, being in school, mm-hmm. but we usually wake up, um, go to the gym. Yep. And then have Starbucks. Um, yes. Now the gym's closed, but Starbucks is still Starbucks open. Starbucks is still open. So we're rolling there every yeah. single morning. David has become, like, best friends with the drive through baristas It's there. come up to
0: the point where the moment I put do the opening sentence of my order, they already know what the rest of my order is. And it's, like, so crazy. But, again, that has not changed. So you're right. The gym has changed. But we've just replaced that with, like, sedentary living. Just, <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> We're just recovering. This is our rest We are going
1: to come out of this looking like our best selves.
0: It really is. You know what's hilarious
1: is, like, I don't know when this episode's going to go up, but our state has actually begun its reopening phase. But I think because the beach has reopened yesterday, and we just drove by and waved. We're like, oh,
0: there you are. Like, people out there are serious. Like, we saw people loading up kayaks on their cars. Hey, I don't
1: blame them. They're
0: like, we're going to the beach. And us, we kind of, yeah, we did just watch them do it as on our way to the Hawaiian shaved ice shop. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So like we said, nothing about our, you know, our, well, I mean, things have changed. I don't want to say that. For sure. Um, Things have changed. um, But nothing about um, like what we do normally each day has changed. If if not, I think we've been, we've been really productive, especially when it comes to helping dad. But um, we are laughing because I know like a lot of my friends who are married and other people, like everyone we know who's married. um, It's been an adjustment for them.
0: For sure. And that's kind of the crazy thing is because even for us, you know, generally it's not really been different, but even for us, we have felt an intensified pressure at times. And, you know, Leilani is so gracious and she doesn't bring it up, but I see the moments where she has to have a double portion of grace for me because I do something that I know annoys her and yet she has like total grace for me. So even for us who have been preparing like Olympians for quarantine, Uh, And we're used to this. It's been a little bit of a stretch. And so we can only imagine, you know, with someone who, you know, your, your husband or your spouse or something has been working 40, 50 hours a week. And so you have that time that is your time and you're used to being a part and you love them, you miss them, but you've grown accustomed to that time. And then all of a sudden, like something overnight happens and now all of your personal time is gone and where you are able to be by yourself. Now there is another being in your physical space lurking and watching you from afar. And I'm sure (laughs) irritating you. Leilani has caught me about a dozen times just today, me just staring at her. Like, can you imagine how annoying that is for someone who's not used to that? Where your spouse is just staring at you. Well, I will say this. I
1: know when we first got married, you would do that and you would smile and I would get like so angry, right? Because (laughs) again, my personality type and I would just be like, why are you smiling and why are you looking at me? And you'd be like, cause you're so beautiful. Yes.
0: (laughs) And so now, at times like during quarantine, I feel like kind of a stalker. I'm like around the corner, just like staring at her and like smiling. But before she looks up, I like turn around well, the corner. He, well, real he quick. knows
1: now. He knows that I'll be like, "What? What do you want?"
0: Exactly. <laughs> and so I'm always down for a confrontation. <laughs> she is, and that's another thing. Okay, Leilani is super okay, gracious, yes. but Enneagram types. Okay, she's an eight, confrontational, and it's not because they're difficult people, and it's not because they necessarily. The, there's a need for a fight they just get energy from fights yeah
1: and so because we've been stuck in the house I've noticed my need for confrontation increase
0: yes because significantly because there really, <laughs> there's that one time where the bank had like placed a hold on a check we were depositing yes and we're sitting there and I'm like she's like did you talk with them and I was like no I'm just okay gonna let I want to say like
1: it didn't really matter we didn't, we, didn't we, matter. we weren't like in need of the money or anything but for me it was more like the principle of the thing because it was a cashier's check and I just from another financial institution and I don't think that a bank should hold a cashier's check because that's guaranteed funds and blah blah. blah.
0: It's this thing cuz Leilani is a banker, used to be a banker, and so she knows what you're supposed to be doing. She literally well, looks okay, at Well, okay,
1: hold me. on. And also, they wanted to put a 10-day hold on 10-day hold on this check. i I mean, I could understand 2 days. I probably would have let it go and just cuz you know, right. it was a mobile deposit. I would have I would have let it go. But the fact they wanted to hold the full amount for 10 days yep. and understand we weren't in need of the money at all. No. But
0: And so here, I'm like a non-confrontational guy. So I'm just like, "Ah, is it inconvenient?" Yes. But you know what? It's probably good because then I won't spend it on, like, Mexican food. So that's a good thing. Leilani literally turns to me and says, well, I haven't had an argument yet today. Picks (laughs) up the phone And calls, waits for an hour on hold just to have an argument with the Bank of America person.
1: I did. I mean, I was very gracious.
0: And that's where, see, some people think that, like, confrontational people are just all about yelling and shouting. No, I
1: didn't yell once. It's not
0: about the yelling and shouting All I did
1: was provide the facts of the situation to them.
0: It is them asserting their facts to be able to just insert their will and the fact that justice is on their side and
1: then not giving up because i think that's another thing is people give up so easily right and they get frustrated in the midst of giving up so i didn't i didn't get frustrated on the phone with them nor did i give up and guess what An hour and a half later, that hold was released.
0: And also an hour and a half later, I did not have to have a confrontation or argument with my wife for the sake of it.
1: The whole day you were confrontation free. I was so happy. I had filled my cup by calling Bank of America. Because there
0: are times like before the quarantine where I could feel that she was having withdrawals from confrontation. And so I would literally find excuses to be out of the house because I knew that I was the only like viable partner for confrontation in the moment. And so I would avoid it. But during quarantine, here's the crazy thing. We're staying with our in-laws right now. And her father, uh, Prophet John, he actually enjoys conflict like Leilani does.
1: Even though his personality t- type is a lot different than mine. Way different.
0: But he's just so passionate and he he's he, intense. He's very intense. So they have confrontations. They have conversations. And here's David over here floating in like magic land, confrontation free, <laughs> making, <laughs> cheery, making like noodles and like cooking dinner and just being like my dream person. And it's just a really interesting setup, you know? But I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are having confrontation. I think the first thing that... Like, I've been talking with friends, they've been having issues, and not really, like, issues, but But just... It's just an adjustment. Yeah, and some of them are like, man, is there something wrong with me? I didn't realize I was this messed up. Why? I feel like I'm my worst self during quarantine, especially with the people that I love. And the first thing I keep telling them is, like, like, first off, you have to be able to cut yourself a break. And that's coming from someone who never cuts himself a break. Like, I am very hard on myself. I I tend to uh, think that things are always my fault and those different things. So whenever there's a problem or a confrontation, I always look inward. So I know that sometimes when you're like in these situations where you're not your best self, you didn't communicate the way that you hope, you might think that it's an indictment against who you are. But for me, at least, I've been giving the advice like, hey, cut yourself a break. You know, quarantine, David, is not regular life, David. This is an opportunity to grow, yes. But it doesn't change the 30 something years of you living on this earth and being a generally good human being.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, you know, because I've had a couple, especially early on during quarantine, a couple of my friends say like their spouses were driving them crazy and and all of this stuff. And um, I always suggested that they took the Enneagram test. And um, the Enneagram test is not really an excuse for your behavior. Um, The way that I think, you know, it's really benefited David and I is yes, I know my type, but also learning his type and learning how to adapt and compromise, even though the things that he does and the way that he thinks makes zero sense to me, because we were literally on like two opposite ends of the way that we think. And that was something that I really re- recommended that, people do, especially during this time. And I'm, I know every state hasn't lifted their restrictions yet mm-hmm. and not everyone has gone back to work or people have lost their jobs. And if you're still like, I mean, even if you're, you know, your life has gone back to normal, um, it's still an amazing opportunity for you to learn about your spouse and be able to navigate through some of the issues that you might be having with them or some of the conflict that you might be having. Um, because even though like for me, I, I always want to like have confrontation. David's not like that. and so sometimes i find myself like he'll say something or do something and i find myself like because it's just how i am and it's a habit me wanting to react in a confrontational way so i can't tell you guys how david probably doesn't even realize this but i can't tell you guys how many times throughout the day i am just like it's not that baby delia lani like even though you'd be right you know just don't (laughs) don't
0: bring it up and yeah she definitely there have been times i didn't notice but there are viable like specific moments where i feel my life in danger just while doing something in my everyday life. Yes. I feel it. And I think husbands will always feel it. Um, But you know what? Thank God for merciful spouses that are able to talk themselves out, you know? So it's just been an interesting, interesting time indeed. But this is the crazy thing that we, I'm trying to like remind myself is this is probably like a once in a generation, once in a decade type of situation, right? This is probably one of the closest to end of days, apocalyptic, Hunger Games, divergent series situations that any of us have really walked through, you know, at least in America. And if, and you got to think about it, if this is the worst that I have been, if this is the worst version of myself, even in these types of circumstances, that is something to celebrate because I guarantee you that even though we're not going to go back to the way that things were and there's going to be a new normal, the fact of the matter is is that in one of the most heightened, pressure-filled, difficult times in our lives, you still manage to get up every single morning. You still manage to homeschool your children even though you may not have had over a 2.0 GPA. You have been able to do all these things. And yeah, you know what? There were some blow-ups and there were some of these, uh, these different things, but you know what? If you carried yourself this way in the worst of times, think about how much you've grown. So when things start to get better, what version of yourself is going to show up then that is what I'm excited to see. For sure. Yeah. So anyways, we're back in the podcast mode. We got some cool gear that we're going to use to just pump out content. So um, yeah, we'll talk with you on the next one.
1: Thanks.